Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Consciously Blooming. I'm your host, Natalie Green, and I'm so happy to have you here today. For this week's episode, I thought we would talk about the concept of radical acceptance. Now, this is a term that I don't think is used very often. It's something that was new to me, and I figured it might be new to you. And if not, a good little refresher on the topic. I will dive more into what it is and how it applies to our life later in the episode. Now, we will begin as we always do with what I've been into and what I've been up to this week. So I completely forgot that I said I was going to be doing eco-friendly switches I've made in my life that are either more environmentally friendly or bodily friendly and are effective and cheap and really don't make you change your life very much just to implement them. So back to that, what I've been into is a DIY coffee scrub. Now, if you use K-cups or loose coffee grounds or really anything involving coffee grounds, you can take those used espresso beans or coffee grounds, anything like that, you know, and put it in a little container and add any kind of carrier oil. It could be olive oil, coconut oil. I use jojoba oil and you can use it in your shower as a body scrub. You can also add essential oils if you would prefer not to have the coffee scent, but I don't care about the coffee scent, so I don't add anything other than the oil and It's a very good way to get, number one, caffeine is actually great for your skin when applied topically. So the coffee grounds are good for your skin and they're a bit abrasive. So it's good to get rid of those dead skin cells. And it's a good way to just reduce, reuse, recycle, right? Like you don't want to be wasting all of that because I always feel a little bit bad wasting so much of it. But this is a good way to do that. I do have one disclaimer and that is that it only lasts a few days. So I would say make it fresh. I mean, it takes a little to no time. You just dump it in a little container and then add a little bit of oil and use it in the shower. But it will get moldy because it is fresh coffee grounds. So it will get moldy, but it'll last in the shower for a few days. And it does get some coffee grounds. It'll get all over your shower, but it doesn't stain it and they wash out very easily. So those are my two disclaimers. I've been enjoying it and I feel like it's just a good way to reuse those coffee grounds at least once more. What I've been up to this weekend, my girlfriends and I went to a comedy show in Santa Monica. So that was an absolute blast. I love going to comedy shows. I do have to admit I am guilty of talking during them. I thought I was whispering. Apparently, I was not. So me and one of my friends were very annoying during the comedy show. And I, if anyone who is at the comedy show is here, I apologize. And I will be better next time. I promise. Even one of my friends said, if you go through an entire set without talking, I'll buy you a drink. So bets on next time I go to a comedy show. I'm not going to talk at all because I don't want to be that person. And I was that person and I'm embarrassed, but practicing radical acceptance, I'm moving on and I'm improving for the future. (laughs) Now, jumping right into our topic for this week's episode. You may or may not have heard of the term radical acceptance before. And in this week's episode, I want to change all of that. I want to help you learn what it is, how it impacts our lives and how you can start implementing it into your life today. We are often faced with difficult situations in our lives. It might seem easier to ignore them or pretend that they don't exist, but that's not the case at all. 
First of all, it's rather delusional as life will always have challenges. But second, it isn't good for your mental health. It might seem less painful in the moment, but in the long run, pushing back the emotions such as sadness or anger that you feel associated with these hard times will not make them go away indefinitely. And you will continue to feel discomfort whenever the hard time comes back or even once it has seemingly moved on. But this issue also stems into our own self-critic. Maybe you don't feel like you're being a good enough friend, partner, or employee and start berating yourself for every little thing that you might have done wrong or should have done differently. You might start comparing yourself to others and telling yourself that you're not good enough. This creates a cycle of not feeling good and then feeling even worse because of it. In comes the concept of radical acceptance. Radical acceptance is defined as practicing a conscious effort to acknowledge and honor difficult situations and emotions without judging them. This is the idea that you are accepting how things are, not wishing they were different or pushing back those emotions. The concept of radical acceptance is based on dialectical behavior therapy, or DBT. The goal of DBT is to help you live a meaningful life that is fulfilling and one that feels good to you. Now, getting even more into the weeds here, the first word in DBT, dialectical, defines the treatment's basis on dialectic philosophy, which features the core beliefs that, number one, change is constant and inevitable. Number two, opposites can both be true at the same time. And number three, all things are interconnected. Dialectical philosophy represents a balance between the emotional mind and logical mind. DBT balances the acceptance of who you are now and the desire for growth and change. Circling back to radical acceptance, the whole premise is that our suffering is not caused directly by the pain we are feeling, but from one's attachment to the pain. This does not mean that we are not allowed to feel anger, grief, or even misery. It's more so trying to be in tune with yourself to know when you are attaching to the pain, when you are letting it take over you. This is when our pain becomes self-inflicted suffering. Now, I also want to go over a few false beliefs about radical acceptance, and that is, number one, it is approving of the situation. This is not at all what radical acceptance is. You are not approving of the situation. You are accepting it as a fact and moving on. You accept the situation for what it is. You acknowledge it and you move on. Number two, it is giving up. You might hear this as saying, things are the way they are, so why bother trying? That is not what radical acceptance stands for at all. Accepting the present moment is like accepting the past. You cannot change the moment you are in, and you cannot change the past. All that you can hope to change is the future and your mindset. You accept yourself for what you were and what you are, but strive to be better in the future. Number three, forgiveness and radical acceptance are the same thing. Forgiveness involves the act of showing kindness or mercy to another person, while radical acceptance is more of an act of kindness or mercy to oneself. Some of the phrases that we might find ourselves saying to ourselves if we lack radical acceptance can be, this is not fair, 
things should be different. Why is this happening to me? Things should not be like this. It's not right. Radical acceptance is so relevant in our lives from trying to show up as our best selves for our friends, families, and coworkers to handling the death of a loved one or the ending of a relationship. Now, into some disclosures, as there are circumstances when radical acceptance is not acceptable. Some of these situations are when you are intentionally not taking action out of fear, when you are being harassed, taken advantage of, or not treated fairly, if you're in an abusive relationship, emotionally or physically, when someone is treating you poorly, and when acceptance becomes something that is holding you back from improving your life or standing up for yourself. It is important that I mention these as I don't want you to think that radical acceptance condones accepting others treating you poorly or accepting where we are so that nothing needs to change. Radical acceptance applies to those situations where we are refusing to accept what has happened or ignoring the emotions we are feeling because of it. It is creating a false narrative around a fact. Now, let's jump into how you can start your radical acceptance practice. Number one, of course, acknowledge the present moment. In order to accept the present for what it is, you must acknowledge it. But when practicing radical acceptance, you are acknowledging it in a non-judgmental way. Let's say you're in traffic and you start to get frustrated or angry. Instead of getting irritated over something that you cannot control whatsoever, take a moment to simply acknowledge that you are currently stuck in traffic, and that's a fact, and try to come up with solutions to ease your irritation or frustration, like calling someone that you haven't talked to in a while, or listening to an album that you've been meaning to give a try, or giving another episode on this podcast a try, you know? Learning or talking to others or listening to music are great ways to relax yourself in that situation and just accept that you're stuck where you're stuck. So you might as well do something productive with your time instead of just sitting there being angry. Accept that the past is in the past. The same way that we are working to accept the present for exactly what it is, we need to also accept the past. I'm someone who finds myself reminiscing on the past far too often, as the memories are filled with such joy that I get sad missing them or that they're so embarrassing or painful that, again, I'm feeling those negative emotions. You might also find yourself reflecting on those not-so-great memories that might only bring up negative emotions, and none of this is productive. I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't reflect on the past or enjoy fond memories, but don't let yourself get sucked into those emotions. You should practice reflecting on what emotions those memories might bring and then let them go. Do not beat yourself up over something that happened in the past as that won't change anything. The past has already passed. Like I said, reflect and then learn what needs to be changed for the future, but don't berate yourself over what has already happened. Number three, bring yourself into the present moment. Breathe, use your senses and Really think about what you are doing. I know I practically say that in every single episode, but it really is like a mini meditation right in the moment to bring yourself fully aware of the present moment. This can help you to keep from turning your pain into suffering as you are not ignoring your emotions, but you are checking in on them 
in the present moment. Number four, remember that the only thing that is certain is change. And number five, the only thing that we will ever have complete control over is our attitude. Now, I know that I just went through a whole list of radical acceptance tips and tricks, but I also wanted to share with you some phrases that you can try to help you in those moments of need when you're, when you're in those tough situations or trying to push back emotions or just not accepting what's going on or having a tough time with it. I will make it through this, even if my emotions feel like they will never leave me. This too shall pass. I can choose to make a new path, even if I feel bad. It is better to take the right actions than to keep judging. It is possible for me to accept what happened and still end up happy. I can't change what has happened in the past. I am able to accept the present moment for exactly what it is. At the end of the day, even if radical acceptance seems more painful in the short term, it can be the only true way that we are able to accept the situation and our emotions enough to move forward. We don't want to suffer in our lifetime, and this doesn't mean that we will not feel pain. But again, there is a big difference between pain and suffering, and radical acceptance helps us to prevent suffering and to keep moving on with our lives. I will end this week with a quote from Tara Brock, and she says, If we are holding back from any part of our experience, if our heart shuts out any part of who we are and what we feel, we are fueling the fears and feelings of separation that sustain the trance of unworthiness. Radical acceptance directly dismantles the very foundations of this trance. Now with that, I will end this week's episode. If you liked this topic, please like and share with any family or friends that you think could benefit from learning about radical acceptance. And with that, I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening and keep consciously blooming into your best self.